You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 92. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I'm joined over Discord. Still, I'm leaving this in here. The man who's bananas for Super Monkey Ball Christian. I didn't change it. There you go. It's time to go ape, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, God, that's so bad. It's so bad, it's good. Uh, (laughs) Just like the games. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah thank you thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat just as a reminder we are live each and every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern time on youtube just search podcast pxn and you will find us on there as well as twitch.tv slash podcast pxn as well the topic of the show this week christian is our results from our e3 2021 predictions from a few weeks ago and what we kind of wish would have happened out of those predictions. But first, Christian, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week, so let's go ahead and jump right in. The first item on the PXN News of the Week, Christian, is Blue Box Game Studios has kind of had a little bit of a ridiculously crazy week or so. Uh, they're the developers behind the, uh, the game called Abandoned, which is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. And apparently, a lot of people were making a lot of comparisons to Hideo Kojima and, and Silent Hills and all of these things. And it didn't help that Blue Box Games literally tweeted out something like, uh, guess our game yeah. title, and it starts with an S and ends with an S, and it's like, uh... Do you guys know what you're doing here? Like, uh, but apparently that's not turning out to be the case, maybe because uh, the developer, one of the main developers on this game, uh, posted a video on on their Twitter account uh, to essentially show that they're a real person. Um, So, Christian, do you believe this now? Uh, I mean, I want to like, or they, do I believe that it's Hideo Kojima? Yes. Do you believe it? With is? all my heart, I want to. I want to so bad. They did the same thing for Death Stranding with the uh, the fake um, yes. studio. They had a fake uh, studio head come out and say this is this is not a but you know Hideo Kojima game. Blah blah blah. And it turned out to be uh, Death Stranding, or I think it was MG- MGS Five actually, not Death Stranding. So Correct. my apologies there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's most likely an actual indie studio, and I feel so bad for them. And I'm yeah. still very excited to check out their game because it looks really cool. But I really want it to be uh, Silent Hill. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let yeah. me dream. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people really are, are thinking the same thing. Like, I think that's why people were so excited about this. Like, people literally put like posts, like 20 plus oh, yeah. like things that, that, people were like this is this is this and this is why because like uh i think the dude's name was it starts with an h and uh ends with a k yeah and so people are like oh hk hideo kojima it has to be but when you translate the name into turkish it translates to hideo yes it does i think for me i think that this was like I think this was an indie developer trying to get their game out there and get as much awareness as they could on it. And it kind of backfired a little bit on them because of the amount of people that just want this to actually be true. But I don't I don't know. that. Why why is Jeff Keighley so involved? Yeah, that is it's fair points. There's a lot of weird things surrounding it and. If this is Hideo Kojima, this would be like one of the like craziest trolls I've ever seen, it, especially because of the video that the developer just recently put out. Because the thing with the Metal Gear Solid Five thing uh, w- was a little bit different because they had that weird video with the dude with like rapping, and they said that that was the developer and all of this, and it was a, it ended up just being an actor and. I feel like this is more personal. Like the dude was like very, uh, I don't know, personable in his video that he made. And he was just, mm-hmm. you know, apologizing for anyone who was getting their hopes up and all of this. So 
I, f- I still feel like it's an indie developer that's completely under- unrelated, but we could, you know, you never know. We could be, like, just fooled like no other person has ever done before, and it is Hideo Kojima. Yeah, and I agree with you. It, it, it most likely is, but I can't help but there's, there's it just smells a little fishy. <laughs> yeah. Who, I mean, who else would release their trailer for a game via, a, like, a virtual app interactive experience but yeah. Hideo Kojima but eh, anyway yeah the I mean trust me I my friend sent me all kinds of like things backing up that it's Hideo Kojima and I'm like that is pretty compelling stuff with the amount of items on there but yeah it'll be interesting to see for sure mm-hmm. uh moving on Deathloop has gotten some early previews uh and Polygon specifically went hands on and have said that it's looking great uh, which is really good news it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive one of the last ones coming to PlayStation from Bethesda uh before their Microsoft acquisition but uh I, this sounds very interesting to me because they're describing it essentially as like dishonored except with guns which sounds awesome like i love dishonored and i love all the abilities that you have uh in that game and combine that with you know gunplay and first person shooting like that sounds awesome uh christian are you uh are you a big arcane fan or dishonored fan i'm not a big arcane fan but it's only because i haven't played the games and i want to be I've heard nothing but great things from the Dishonored franchise that it's like super fun to play. So hearing that Deathloop is just um, Dishonored but with guns and already like the art style and the, the art direction, the gameplay looks fantastic for Deathloop. So I'm excited to, to this will be my first ex- arcane experience. Yeah. It, I think the story sounds super interesting. Like the fact that it's like taking this like Groundhog Day or like Edge of Tomorrow type feel, like uh, which I know Edge of Tomorrow is that's not the right name. Live, what is it? Live, repeat. Live that repeat. Okay, yeah. yes. Uh, but like that time loop story just is, is very interesting to me. Like just to see like how that ends up, you know, coming to fruition. I, I do have a question for you though. Yeah. So it's it's the last it, it's a PS5 exclusive. Yeah. Do we think it's a timed exclusive? I I can't see this not coming to Xbox eventually. I think I believe if I'm remembering it correctly, I believe both Deathloop and uh the game that uh Shinji Mikami Studio crapped uh Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire Tokyo both I believe are 6-month exclusives to PS5. Okay. So that is a fair point, though. Like, after six months, this game is going to be on Game Pass. So it's like, are people Mm. who own all consoles, are they going to pick this up on PS5 to get a six-month head start? Or are they going to be like, oh, I'll just wait six months and play this on Game Pass? Uh, I feel like that's kind of a shoo-in that that's going to happen. I think if there's a chance that these games or specifically Deathloop will be talked about at like game of the year discussions, yeah. then I would have to pick it up on PS five just to be part of that conversation. Yeah, for sure. Um, this next one is very, it's very rumor heavy, but I thought it was interesting enough to put it in here. Uh, there's rumors that from software is apparently working on a bloodborne spiritual successor for a PlayStation and it's codenamed Velvet Veil. Uh, essentially, this person says that it's not a sequel and it's not a prequel uh, to Bloodborne. It's its own thing, but it's kind of a spiritual successor, much like Bloodborne was a spiritual successor to Dark Souls. Um, but I do think it's very uh, interesting because the the source for this was actually apparently, I don't know if this is true or not, but he was on record to have um, leaked information about Bloodborne and uh, Elden Ring and other things from From Software in the past. So it's not entirely out of the question that these are legitimate rumors. And obviously, Sony knows that there's a big base of people wanting to play this. Uh, Christian, are you wanting to play that? All in. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, just give us a Bloodborne 60 FPS patch for. Mm for like pc and and consoles but yeah bloodborne is like my favorite um from soft game by far 
so hearing that they're working on some kind of spiritual success, I mean, I would love a Bloodborne too, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But if it's the same kind of gameplay, the same fuel as Bloodborne, um, I'll take any kind of spiritual successor. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that would love this. I would myself would cry myself to sleep if I played this, but <laughs> that's because I. You're not, you're not into those games, right? No, I, I'm not at all. I I literally I have no patience for them because like I'm I'm not that type of player. Like I can't go in and like go slow and like take my time and methodically go through it. I just I run in, start slashing, and then I'm dead. And I'm like, oh, I'm so pissed. Yeah. This is the guy that doesn't backtrack in games talking. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't I, believe it, dude. Yeah, I don't like to backtrack at all. Like, there's nothing that makes me more angry than when a game makes me backtrack. And and I will put a caveat to that. If they make you backtrack and, like, they change up the environment or, like, make it interesting in, in a different way, because Halo d- did that a lot in the original trilogy with backtracking, but they, every time you would go back into another place that you've been before, they would change it. So, like, it was very different than when you were in there the first time. Uh, I don't... I just don't like going through somewhere and then coming back and doing literally the same thing in the same area. Like, ugh... You would hate Death Stranding. Yeah, <laughs> I probably, yeah, that's, I haven't played Death Stranding, but yeah, it, it definitely doesn't seem like my type of game. Um, yeah. There's one mission where it's like, all right, walk across the entire map. <laughs> it's like, ah, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I probably, you're right. I probably would not like that. Uh, but yeah. Kojima, please make. Another game like Metal Gear Solid 5. That game was so good. So good. Uh, moving on, Christian. Epic Games Store back-end uh, systems may have accidentally announced an Alan Wake remaster. Uh, that's interesting because <laughs> uh, obviously Alan Wake's been kind of dormant for a long time. Uh, mm. Remedy did, you know, a little bit of something with uh, Control with that uh, DLC that kind of tied into the Alan Wake universe. Um, but I, I think it would be awesome if we returned to a, a new game with Alan Wake. I thought Alan Wake was an awesome uh, new IP when it first came out. And it's kind of like a, it's not like a horror game. I, a lot of people label it as a horror game. I, I personally, spooky I don't. Spooky enough. Yeah. It has some spooky moments. Right. I, I see it more as like a, like psychological, like thing that just messes with your head. Like almost like in the same sense that like Hellblade did. Um, it kind mm. of psychologically does things to you, uh, which I love that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, it's exploring things that, other developers don't necessarily uh, do to do very often. So yeah, I, I'd be totally down for a remake or a remaster, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, would, would you want to play a uh, Alan Wake remaster? Yeah. So uh, you mentioned remedy. Uh, I played control back when it launched and it was like one of my favorite games that year. I know people call it kind of a slower off year, but like by far control was like really up there for me. Like world building was incredible. Um, so I was told after I beat that game that like if you liked Control, you should play Alan Wake. Um, and I just I just didn't. I, I I still haven't. And I mean I looked up now. There's just still like Reddit threads of like, is it worth? Is Alan Wake worth playing in 2020 or in 2021? They say yes. I still haven't gotten to it. So a remaster would be the like perfect excuse for me to actually jump in to that game. So was Control your first Remedy game that you've played? No, so there are other Max Payne games. Okay, the the first yeah. two, yeah, yeah. The, but Control, I think, was the first one that I was like conscious that it was it was Remedy. Gotcha. Uh, I, honestly, like Remedy's games lately, I, I've really enjoyed. Like Quantum Break, I feel like is very underrated, uh, along with a lot of uh, Xbox One games that came out the early part of the generation. I feel like. That is a really underrated game uh, and actually does things very interestingly, like combining the TV elements with the game. Uh, I know some people said that 
like it felt, you know, forced or whatever, because that was the time where Microsoft was like trying to get TV integration into games and, and cross promoting and all this. But I thought Remedy did an amazing job with that. And the live action stuff like was super good. And they had really good actors in that as well. Um, so I kind of liked uh, what they did with that. But yeah, Monster Break looks so interesting. Yeah, like I, I didn't care that there was a TV element. I wanted to play that so bad. Yeah, I didn't have an Xbox, but the final boss of that game my god <laughs> awful it was Tough. painful yes very bad uh yeah that that kind of brings back some bad memories there uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on christian uh there is a report out there i mean we just need to remain calm here remain calm EA Motive is reportedly working on a revival project that appears to be Dead Space. What? I'll uh, believe it when I see it, Dan. <laughs> yes. The reveal is apparently coming at EA Play on July 22nd, and Eurogamer has corroborated the reports as well. My God, we just were talking about this not that long ago. What, a couple weeks ago, maybe? Uh, yeah. Like, yes, we want this. Dead Space Revival? Yes, please. And the people who made Dead Space are making a, a Dead Space uh, inspired game. Uh, Callisto Protocol, I think's the name. Uh, so, like, we're getting, like, double dose of Dead Space, hopefully, if this is true. Yes. I think this is an easy win for EA. Like, bring back this franchise. Everyone wants... There is not a franchise that EA owns that people wanted more than this other than maybe Skate. There we go. Yes. Thank you. You said it. <laughs> yes. But yeah. yeah. Are you yeah, excited? Dude, I, absolutely. I, I was so skeptical. And then like the, it, you know, the, the rumor mill, I guess, kept turning that day. And, and I, I guess yeah. the first sign was that the, the, they were using the words like a long dead franchise. And I was like, oh, maybe that's the hint. But I mean, it, it's coming out from other outlets. You know, it could be real. And let me tell you, the first Dead Space, one of the only games that ever gave me night terrors, I would absolutely have them again for a remake or whatever this is gonna be i it's such a fantastic game yes it's so good like even like the moments that are like scripted you don't expect them to like they just scare the shit out of you like the monster just falling from the ceiling like oh that's so terrifying Mm. i just think like the whole design is cool too the fact that you're just an engineer the the, the, your primary weapon is just an engineer tool it's not purpose for killing these monster that's but it, but you repurpose it to, to do that and it's just so fascinating dude yes yes it is and there was there was a lot of problems in my opinion with dead space 3 uh but one of the cool aspects of dead space 3 was like customizing your weapon like they had a lot of cool uh ways to customize the uh crap what's the main gun i can't even think of the name splicer uh, or something like that yeah something like that or pl- plasma cutter oh, in in three yeah yeah that sounds right yeah but that was so fun like just customizing your weapon in, in dead space 3 was super fun uh so i kind of hope that they i hope that they grab stuff from the entire franchise but kind of go back to dead space 1 and dead space 2 like levels of horror like we don't want like, an action game we want a ho- action horror game you know you were correct. It was indeed the plasma cutter. Perfect. That rarely happens, Christian, as we'll find out in our <laughs> predictions later. Uh, I haven't taken a look. I saw you typing in there. I, I didn't take a look. Oh, you haven't so, looked yet? Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Well, that's a little foreshadow for you, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, next, next up, Christian, we have some news on Xbox. Uh, Xbox Game Studios Publishing has returned... Uh, from the ashes of Microsoft Game Studios Publishing. So uh, essentially, they're, they're just re- renaming themselves because uh, a few years ago, they renamed themselves from Microsoft Game Studios to Xbox Game Studios, and now the publishing arm is renaming themselves to Xbox Game Studios Publishing. But it also seems to indicate that we're going to get a larger assortment of first-party games coming from third-party devs uh, kind of working with those devs to make first-party games, much like the uh, the Avalanche deal for uh, Contraband, um, which was announced at E3. And oh, yeah. 
I think that's a super, super cool idea, and it's a really great idea to to fill in more Game Pass games and more games in general. This is fantastic news in general because, like, we're just getting more better games on Game Pass. Um, and I think they're also this is also going to be like a publishing arm to help out independent developers as well. So, like, ID at Xbox people will will also uh, filter in here as well, and and they'll help them with that. So, yeah, I think this is good news, and hopefully maybe they'll get some big third-party exclusives, um, much like Sony does with, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. The first first party stuff is, like, particularly exciting for me. Yeah. I know the whole, like, talk is that Xbox doesn't have games. And honestly, for me, this is the calm before the storm. Yeah. Xbox has been gearing up. They've got their, their, all their teams, their studios. It, it, it's coming soon, baby. Yes. I can, I can feel it. And it's coming to game. Most of these games come to Game Pass. So just, yes. just be patient. Yes. It is. There's, that's often a meme online where you have a lot of fanboys and people are just, you know, trying to fuel people up or, and stuff like that and fuel the flames saying like, Oh, Xbox has no games, but you're right, Christian. We are literally we are on the precipice of a ton of Xbox exclusives coming in the next couple of years for sure. Yeah, but, I mean, even this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, six. Uh, what what is it? Six six games in Game Pass over the six next six months, mm-hmm. or one game yeah. a month, whatever it is. So yeah, very very exciting. Moving on, uh, Christian. Surprisingly. I've got some Halo news in here. How does that happen? No, you. I I thought you didn't like Halo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 343 is apparently doing investigations on increased player counts beyond 16 players for Halo the Master Chief Collection. What? Uh, On a recent stream, uh, Sean uh, Swiderski, I always butcher his name but he's a producer at 343 uh he was on record saying essentially that they're doing testing right now trying to see if they can increase player counts to uh higher numbers above 16 but he even specifically mentioned uh up to 40 to 60 players potentially potentially this is all possible yeah they're working on but my god that would be insane like especially I feel like this is especially big because uh, MCC Season 7 launched today and the custom game browser launched with that today. And what's important with that is like all of the awesome, like crazy game modes that people make, like uh, there's like some race stuff. There's some crazy modes where you go down this cliff and like try to smash people on this bar. Uh, Are they like community maps, sort of? Like kind of how Grand Theft Auto has the same thing? Yes, yes. Okay. Like a lot of people like build Forge maps just for like mini game purposes. So there's a bunch of like cool mini games that people make and it's awesome. So now that that's in place, I feel like this is perfect for that because you can have so many cool custom games where 40 to 60 players would make sense because uh, certain certain mini games like you have one life and then you're dead and then you watch the rest of the players so th- this would be so freaking fun for for customs oh i would be so excited to play this christian and i i need to pull you into it i mean that again from e3 the the halo infinite trailer alone sold me on like okay i gotta download the master chief collection collection and catch up because and by the way, I did not I did not know the MCC is is still getting like all these updates like yeah. it's getting tons of what love like DLC. Yes. Free DLC. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's they've been doing a really great job. Ever since the PC launch, they've really done an awesome job supporting MCC for sure. Um moving on Christian, Marvel's Avengers <laughs> came uh and and dropped a, a re- <laughs> recent patch and uh this recent patch was showing people's ip addresses on their screen uh streamers were getting a little upset about this because uh they were streaming and all of a sudden like i guess their ip address was showing up on screen which pretty much opens you to attack from anyone uh they can ddos your internet connection and then essentially shut you down uh which is awful but there's a lot of people out there that do that. Uh, so 
the fact that they did first off though when i read this though i was like if you're a streamer and you're playing this game like are you not like booting up the game to like check it first i guess not i guess you would just boot up for the first time while on stream and then people see the ip address and you're screwed at that point but yeah yeah. oh not good i i feel so bad like they can't catch a break i feel like Mm-hmm. And they just released the you get the Captain America suit from yeah. uh, the MCU. Yeah. So good for them. The steedossing stuff and the IP address scandal or not scandal but issue. Not yeah. so good. Not good at all. Not good at all. Uh moving on, Christian. Uh we've got Aliens Fireteam Elite, which this just this news just came out a little bit ago, uh, a few hours ago, will release on August 24th, and it's coming to everything. Uh, but apparently this uh, this game apparently has a slight name change since the last time we saw it, which I didn't realize. They added Elite to the original title, so I guess it was just called Aliens Fireteam before, so now it's Aliens Fireteam Elite. Um, I think this is the game... I'm trying to remember. I think this is the game that's like Aliens except or Left 4 Dead except Aliens universe, I believe. Yes. That sounds right. Yeah, the co-op. Yeah. Yeah. So it is the co-op one. It sounds interesting and I'm kind of interested to like kind of see more from it. I want to see more gameplay and stuff like that, but uh if it's coming this year and especially August 24th, that's before Left 4 Dead even co- left for dead back, back for, for blood. blood yeah that's before back for blood even comes out so if this does well this might kind of capture that audience a little bit even before back for blood comes out um are you a big left for dead back for blood uh fan or you look i mean they're fun this? on pc I'm, I'm not a huge fan I, I think i made the joke on this podcast last week that i was more excited for rainbow six quarantine than i am or not quarantine uh, extraction than for back for blood and people kind of like what but yeah. i mean that's just me that said you make a great point uh august 24th that seems to be like kind of the late summer lull right before the start of uh, all these major game releases especially in september from nintendo uh, who knows if this game could somehow come to game pass yeah get that audience maybe i i, I can see like streamers playing this for i mean at least like two to four weeks even yeah and back for bloods coming to game pass as well uh in october so yeah that was that's true yeah for sure um moving on christian warner brothers is apparently selling playdemic mobile games to ea in an all cash deal valued at 1.4 billion dollars of course every everybody knows christian who playdemic mobile games is right I mean, no, I have no idea. Please tell me if you know. No, I have no idea either. That's why I'm joking. Because like, what? A $1.4 billion. I've never even heard of this studio. But I guess I guess mobile games, like mobile games sell like crazy. People buy those freaking microtransactions and crazy, you know. That's what it is, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um but yeah, I thought this was fasc- cool. fascinating in terms of like the because Warner uh, is merging with Discovery, right? Yep. So uh, I guess this was like a product of that. They're they're selling the studio, but apparently the rest of their studios are still going to go with them in the merger with Discovery, uh, like Monolith, NetherRealm, Rocksteady. Uh, which they make all of the uh, Batman games and yeah, uh, yeah, and Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War games. Uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm still questioning that though. They do say that those studios are going to come over in their merger with um, Discovery, but I feel like AT and T when they were. Uh, when they owned uh, Warner Brothers in general and, and this merger didn't happen, they were already talking about selling all of these studios. So I'm still wondering if they're going to eventually piecemeal out the rest of their Warner Brothers studios. And I I worry about that because I like I'm I don't want Rocksteady to, you know, go away or NetherRealm like who makes amazing Mortal Kombat games like, man. I don't think they'd go away. I think yeah. you'd see the likes of PlayStation and Xbox trying to to grab them and get them on their their first party lineup for sure. 
because they, they both of them make quality games but oh yeah i'm i'm, ex- I'm curious to see if ea is going to use playdemic games to to make any mobile games using ea properties maybe that's what the new dead space is oh, oh no no don't do that to us <laughs> no freaking mobile only dead space 4 what oh, that'd be the i'd play it mm. Oh, no, don't tell him that, Christian. Come on. Just, I would not play it. I would not play it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, man. All right. Moving on, Christian. Scarlet Nexus is launching with some positive reviews from major outlets. Uh, I'll let you dive into this yeah. because I know absolutely nothing about Scarlet Nexus. Me either, until I looked it up today when I heard all the scuttlebutt about positive reviews, and I was like, oh, this game, that was shown a while ago. Yeah. Uh, so I'll read you just a, a few quick uh, tidbits from online. Kotaku is saying, Scarlet Nexus is fun, is fun enough that it's worth playing through twice. Polygon is calling it a surprising gem. Uh, and this one from the Washington Post, even. Um, uh, the twists and turns of Scarlet Nexus make it a must-play for anime lovers. Uh, Scarlet Nexus is a new action role-playing title from Bandai Namco. Blends anime, visual, novel, stylings, and a robust combat system that feels sleek and fun to use. For anime lovers that, and anyone who enjoyed Fire Emblem Three Houses, the game will be a hit. And listen, I'm an anime fan. Um, not so much a Fire Emblem fan, but if the story is cool enough and, the sto- uh, and captivating enough as it seems like it is, I may have to check this out. I just wanted to ask if if Scarlet Nexus was any type of your game. I'm I'm not sure if it is or not. Pro- probably not. I, is this a JRPG? I don't. I don't. I mean, essentially it. yes, but without okay. so much RPG elements. Gotcha. I'm just not a huge JRPG fan. Uh, they're always like that. That specific audience like loves those, but like I've just never gotten into them. I don't know why. Okay, uh, the genre is an action RPG. Action RPG. So. Okay. I might have to check hacking, it out. Hacking and slashing. Who yeah. knows? I, I love... My thing is, like, I love the art style and, like, the anime art style. I love it. It looks so good. But then, like, when it comes to, like, especially turn-based stuff, I cannot stand turn-based gameplay because, mm-hmm. like I told you before, I have no patience to, like waiting for turns to go and all of that i just hate it like that's why i don't like the XCOM games either because i just i don't like waiting i don't like waiting christian but yeah i don't know yeah i think i think for me this will have to be a, a wait and see what the people i follow on twitter are saying about it and if the people that i like following who like we have similar tastes if they seem to be enjoying it then i'll i'll probably check this out for sure for sure uh for the last story christian Sonic is getting a big 30th anniversary this year, and it happens to be today. Uh, happy birthday, Sonic. Um, Thank you for going fast all these years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is this, is this something that you uh, were excited about to uh, finally hit the 30th anniversary of Sonic? I know they had like that live concert. Yeah. Um, were you excited so they had about the- that? They had the concert today, and honestly, I totally forgot about it. But I heard it was supposed to be am- it was supposed to be amazing. Wow! And honestly, like I- I'm a huge Sonic fan. I've always been growing up. I had Sonic PJs, all about it. Uh, I'd argue Sonic is more popular than Mario. Yeah, Just putting that I mean, out there. Woo! Uh, I mean, Mar- let's compare the Sonic and the Mario movies, and then see where we land ooh, there. But that's a good point. That's actually good. But. Uh, other than that, nothing too exciting came out from the 30th anniversary stream they had earlier in the year, other than a new Sonic game and the uh, obviously the the ice bling, which looks very cool. <laughs> yeah, I will not spend money on, but yeah, I'm happy for Sonic. Happy 30th. Yeah, for sure. And the new game, I'm very excited for just to see like what like what can Sonic be in 2021. Like that's what I want to see. But obviously, we only got a tiny teaser of that. Did you see the Minecraft update? yes i did actually i i totally forgot about that uh which is that like a a gameplay mechanic now in minecraft that they added that i have no idea how like what they're doing (laughs) but i'm so curious to find out 
Yeah, because like they, Sonic was actually doing like his role and then like going super fast in Minecraft. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, that's our news of the week, Christian. Uh, moving into the games we are playing, Christian, last week I had this on there. Uh, I played the Tunic demo, the one that um, was released with Jeff Keighley's Summer of Gaming on Xbox. And my goodness, Tunic Game of the is year. super cool. <laughs> yeah, super, super cool. It is definitely a Legend of Zelda-like, and it is a top-down view, so it's like the original Zeldas, not, you know, not the open world, you know, current modern Zeldas. But yeah, it's super fun. And I really love like the animation style in that. It looks so smooth and like the fox looks so cool. And it literally, it doesn't shame itself into uh, being essentially a Zelda spiritual successor, so to speak. Um, and I love that so much about it. And uh, I'm definitely down to, to check out the full game when it comes out and kind of see what what they can do with it. And yeah, and, and the, it is coming to Game Pass. Yes, correct. Yeah, and the the demo is even pretty meaty too. Like it has a lot of world, like areas you can explore, and like you get um you get your sword, and then you can clear out trees and get to another path, and then you get other items. You can keep kind of expanding the demo, which is pretty cool as well. Um, but other than that, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Christian. Uh, my goodness, that game is freaking beautiful. Uh, I haven't had as much time to be able to play it. Uh, I've played, I think, an hour and a half of it so far, which is sad to say. It's nothing. It's nothing, Dan. I know. It, it, I've, I got back from vacation, had no time the day after I got back. This past weekend, I was at my parents' uh, house most of the weekend helping them out. So, yeah, I have not had much time to play Ratchet and Clank, but I'm excited to play more of it, and it's just so mind bogglingly beautiful it's unreal like uh i just can't i can't wait to play more and kind of give my further in-depth reactions to it there without spoiling anything they're like later planets that you'll land on yeah. and the camera will do this thing where it just like sits with you like at a close-up and uh if you don't move it stays there yeah and my god i would just sit there like it like admiring the way like the fidelity of these planets it's insane <sighs> Man, I'm super excited. I, I got to get get in there. Probably this weekend I will have time. So, mm. uh, And the last thing I've played, Christian, which I just played this last night because I had a little time last night and I'm like, I want to check this out. The Jack Sparrow DLC for, the, for Sea of Thieves. Uh, I played the first Tall Tale, so it, it's its own campaign uh, for Sea of Thieves for this new expansion. And I played the first mission, essentially. They, they call them Tall Tales, but it's essentially the first mission. And I'm already down for it. It's awesome. You go and break out Jack Sparrow, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. I love it. And this is kind of the content that we were missing on day one from Sea of Thieves uh, when it first came out back in 2017. Uh, it didn't really have any story content or anything like that. And this is such a perfect combination with Pirates of the Caribbean and Sea of Thieves that it just works so well. And you're getting a, a really cool story from characters that you already love. So, yeah, I hope they continue to do partnerships like this and continue to have cool uh, campaign additions for Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves is like one of my favorite experiences that I've like. It's the first game that I downloaded with Game Pass, and it's probably my favorite that I've downloaded with it. It's mm. so much fun. I played for like 15 hours, and I still feel like I only scratched the surface of that game. I've tried some of the t the Tall Tales, and they were super fun, even if they were just kind of minimal, like progressing through a, a like a little a mini campaign. I guess I would call it. It's yeah. really cool. So the the idea that there's like an actual more like a, a fully fleshed out kind of narrative with the um, Jack Sparrow thing, I, I, I want to get back into it. I want to sell the seeds again. Yes, very much. And Christian, that's your favorite Game Pass game because you haven't downloaded Master Chief Collection yet. But I will. I will. <laughs> what are What are you playing, Christian? Yeah, I we just mentioned uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I just platinum that on father's day wow woke up and i was like 
yeah, I can. I've got like two more trophies. I can do this, and so I I did it, and it was so much fun. Photo mode ruined that game for me. I say that, but I mean, like, I lost out like <laughs> at least two or three hours just to like messing around in photo mode. Um, there's so a much lo- fun. There's a lot of cool like things in photo mode, like the you can turn on the effects and stuff, like to have it like play the fire effects and like the you know mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if you saw but the photos I posted on Twitter, but yes. I think they're pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I've also been playing RE3 Remake. You stopped by my stream the other day, and we had quite a time finding out. <laughs> I, still can't, I still can't believe you don't like backtracking, <laughs> but it's fine. I won't make fun of you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and last, uh, Sekiro. Uh, I, I started playing that again, and it finally clicked for me. I had spent four to five hours playing that game and it was just rough going i was not enjoying it. i was getting my my teeth uh, kicked in and for whatever reason I, I decided to just try it again see if i could make it past the boss and i think i spent two hours on a stream trying to beat it um and with the encouragement of of, of chat i was finally able to do it and after that it kind of just kind of clicked for me the the rhythm and the gameplay loop and af- after that it's every night i i stop into sekiro and play for like an hour and a half or so Nice. I yeah, a lot of people have talked highly about Sekiro or Sekiro. I can't even say it. I'm awful. Tomato, tomato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but have you played Resident Evil Two Remake? I can't remember. Okay, yeah. you did. Okay. Oh. So how would you? So amazing. F- how would you compare Resident Evil Three Remake so far from what you've played? Everything that I liked about Resident Evil Two Remake is not in RE Three for me. For me, RE2 was so cool because it was like this location that you're exploring and you're backtracking. <laughs> uh, and, it, and it's got that ambiance that's just missing in RE3. RE3 is just nothing but action. It's, it's going from here to here to here. And, and I'm, it's too much whiplash. I'm not enjoying it as much. I would prefer it if it was slower gameplay, but yeah. still a pretty game. And uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like everyone oversold Nemesis for me too cuz like I was super excited uh, about Nemesis going into that game and then it turns out like Nemesis was like not even, you know, as scary or like intimidating as it made Mr. it X. seem. Yeah. Cuz like the yeah. that one part when you're in the uh, city and he's appearing like that was t- very tension filled but then like you leave there and you're like you're good. Like there's nothing, you know, there are moments that he comes back and such, but I don't know. I feel like I don't know. It yeah, I'm with you. Every time, every time that Nemesis is not on screen, that I'm like not being chased by him, yeah. I feel like any zombie I can easily kill, and yeah. that shouldn't be the case. I think for Resident Evil games, for me personally, but yeah, I agree completely. Yeah. Um, moving in to our topic of the show, Christian. How did we do with our E3 2021 predictions? Find uh, out. Yeah, we're going to find out right now. Oh, my God. What? What happened? You just I looked ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was uh, I tried to be lenient with our uh, answers as well, like in terms of points. And we can talk about points if, if, if there's like a point of contention. We can we can talk through these points as well. Uh, my first prediction was Halo Infinite's multiplayer flighting would begin immediately. It did not. <laughs> so sad, sad me. That did not happen. I got zero points for that one. Uh, Christian, your first uh, prediction was new Hellblade trailer. And you also said that uh, it would appear at the Xbox game showcase which it s- sort of did. Sort of. It got a like a little teaser thing uh, at their talk that they had after the conference. So I gave you half a point on that one. Which is generous in my opinion, but I'll take it. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and, and there was no release window of 2022 uh, and no Project Morrow, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, that did not happen. Uh, it was very cool to still see them there, though. Yes, uh, and I, yeah, I liked seeing them there. It was cool that they kind of at least talked about it because I feel like they announced it uh, at E3 2019 and Phil Spencer said that they were still in very early development of the game. So I do, I feel like we still have at least a couple more years left before we see, you know, more of it, I guess. 
I think at the very least that show the the extended showcase yeah. kind of just shows that like uh, Microsoft values the teams that they have and just giving them a place for them to just talk about their games. I I thought was really neat. For sure, yes. And Paris did an amazing job with that. That was awesome. And the he, con- the car controller man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can't cook apparently, but yeah, yeah that was great. Uh, even his oh, he made this terrible joke uh, with the sunglasses. Oh, oh yeah, what did he? Yeah, he was. I was just like cringing, but I was laughing as well. I was like, "This is so good." Mm. Uh, but uh, Roro's first prediction was Kojima was going to show up to announce a new game for Xbox, and he did not show up. He showed up at Summer Games Fest and showed Death Stranding and. That was it, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Sean, his first prediction was Evil Within 3, which I would have freaking loved. And uh, <laughs> as you are enjoying Resident Evil, you would have probably enjoyed that as well. Uh, and no Shinji Megami, Mikami either, which is disappointing. And uh, obviously, I think it's because they're still working on uh, Ghostwire Tokyo and I don't think they're going to make anything else until that's done because I think they only right. have one team. But yeah, that's ugh, that sucks. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, Breath of the Wild two gameplay. I I had said that I, we would see gameplay and then a March twenty twenty two date, which that did not happen. But then I also said that we would see uh, some kind of new mechanic, and I think that we kind of did get that with that arm attachment uh, that Link has. Uh, So I gave myself half a point there. If it is indeed Link. If it is indeed Link, correct, yeah. Um, So I got a half a point, Christian. At least I'm I'm, I'm tied with you thus far until, until your next prediction. The new Nintendo Switch was not revealed, which you said it would either be the new Nintendo Switch would not be revealed or we would get the Switch with, uh, I think, Zelda gameplay and some other things. But right. uh, I, you got a point on that one, Christian. They called me crazy. Yeah. They said it, it has to be revealed. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> We're still waiting. Yes, we are still waiting. I I don't understand where that thing is because it's been rumored for so long now. But yeah, um, Roro's next prediction was Skyward Sword uh, was all we were going to get for Zelda's thirty fifth anniversary, and he said that there was going to be a new Zelda thirty five game, sort of in the vein of the Mario thirty five game that we got, which we did not get that. So I gave Roro half a point on that one uh, because pretty much Skyward Sword is what we're getting for Zelda. Uh, they did announce that Game & Watch yeah. Zelda. Yep. Um, but I was like, eh, that's kind of its own thing. So I, I, I was generous. I was generous. Gave half him a half a point. <laughs> and you know what? Roro's not even here to defend himself, so it doesn't matter. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what? We could just take away his half point right now. Yeah, Roro. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding bro uh, we, won't, we won't do that no uh sean uh is a man that probably doesn't need any points taken away from him uh his next prediction was a dead space trilogy collection being announced which we did not get um but i mean i wish you would have gotten the point here i yeah, so wish i do too but i mean even better we're getting possibly a, a remake or a uh, not a remake but a uh reimagining a reboot of dead space uh possibly being announced next month as we talked about earlier so, might be a win um fantastic christian this next one makes me a little depressed um my third prediction was splinter cell would be finally announced please and it did not happen uh it's sadly still not coming so zero I points i can't believe you you made that prediction I, like you could have easily gotten a point by saying he's not here i knew i knew i knew it wasn't going to get announced again but literally i've literally made this prediction every year now i have to keep doing it like i, I need it'll it. work one day one day maybe i mean eve skimmel doesn't seem to care about freaking splinter cell so maybe not i don't know right right but yeah uh christian your third prediction as well <laughs> was that sam fisher would not be at 
or I'm sorry, your prediction was that Sam Fisher would show up at the Ubisoft conference, but not in a Splinter Cell game in something else, which I do wasn't not, even there. I don't believe he was even there. Yeah. So uh, zero, zero. And that just makes me depressed some more. Was he? He was there for something, but I can't remember what it was. And I was trying to remember. I looked all over online. I couldn't find anything. The only thing that uh, I remember was that the Splinter Cell Netflix series. That's what it was. It was Geeked Week. Right. And I don't know. Do you want, I will give you half a point for that if you want. You want that it? doesn't count as E3. I don't think all that counts right. as E3. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. But And you don't even need the point, as we'll see here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, foreshadowing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But uh, Roro's next prediction was War on Wakanda Avengers DLC would be shown and story gameplay shown as well, which we got. So Roro got a point on that one. Good job, Roro. Um, Love it. Which that looks awesome, uh, even though, you know, I, I'm not sure on Avengers completely, especially showing IP addresses on people's screens. I know. <laughs> but... Uh, Sean's third prediction. Could he get a point here, Christian? Could he? Maybe. Uh, Zelda 35, he had also announced, like Roro did, did not happen. Uh, so, yeah, zero points. They're not, do- they're not doing anything. No. That is crazy. Nothing. Like, this is literally, like, your first or second biggest IP. Like, how are they not doing anything more? I don't know. It's Nintendo. Yeah. I almost wonder if Breath of the Wild 2 was supposed to come out this year and then, like, COVID kind of screwed that up. I don't know. Uh, well, just to answer that real quickly, I think I think the talk has been that they want to release it alongside... Um, they want to release the Switch Pro and Breath of the Wild 2 uh, simultaneously. Oh. And, yeah, COVID is one factor, and... and uh, yeah, that was postponed. They couldn't make it... Yeah, I anyway, I, I'm I'm rambling, but yeah, that's why we're not seeing it supposedly. Yeah, unfortunately, I want to see I want to see the Switch Pro. Where is it? Uh, <laughs> my next prediction was Battlefield 2042 was going to come day one to Game Pass. Christian, it did not happen. Zero points on that one. That's uh, a bummer. Yeah. Lots of games that are coming to Game Pass that were announced at the Xbox conference, but not Battlefield 2042, unfortunately. I think it was like 39 games, if I remember correctly, something like that. Almost 40. Uh, yeah. Or right? 30, I think it was 31. 31 and 28 were game... Because at the start of the show, there, I think... That, they, there you go. Yeah. The start of the show, or the end of the show, Phil said... 27 of these 30 games are game past day one, and then they announced Redfall after that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, not Battlefield. Uh, your next prediction, Christian, was a Metroid Prime 4 update, uh, and you said specifically we would get some screenshots and we'd get some uh, some looks like that. We wouldn't get any like gameplay or anything, which... They mentioned Metroid Prime 4. They said, yeah, we're still we're making still Metroid it. Prime 4. And I literally said, I was listening to our predictions to, to tally this up. And I literally heard myself say, I hope that Nintendo doesn't just say, oh, we're working on Metroid Prime 4. And they did that. So, yeah. Mm. Not good. Not good. Uh, Roro's next prediction was Kirby Air Ride was coming back. And it did not happen. I'm sorry, Roro. So zero points on that one for Roro. Um, yeah. Disappointing. Sean's next prediction. Maybe he'll get a point here. Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 was not announced. Sorry, Sean. Zero points. A, a bold prediction there. Bold prediction, yes. Very yeah. bold. Uh and I think he even said it would show up on Xbox's stage. And I'm like, uh, I don't think so. But, I mean, maybe. It's possible. Uh, <laughs> my last prediction, Christian, was that Starfield would be Xbox exclusive. We would get... I, said, I think I said we would get gameplay footage, which mm-hmm. I don't know if in-engine footage counts as that. It probably doesn't, but I was kind to myself here. 
I, think, I would say no. Uh, it's, a, yeah. it's a cinematic trailer, so I think it's different. I think you're. But I we, think you're right. Wasn't exclusive. Yes, and it's coming fall 2022, which I had predicted that. So I got two thirds of it. So I was like, I'll give you the full point. All right. All Why right. Not? Thank you. Thank Why you. Not? I need. I need the help. I need the help, Christian, because I did poorly in these predictions. Uh, um, the next thing that you predicted, every game would be shown on Xbox's stage would be Game Pass, which ended up being 28 out of 31, which is pretty damn close, but not quite. And you gave me 28th of a point or whatever, 28, 31 out of a point. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I know I'll give you that if you want. Uh, but yeah, 28 out of the 31 were Game Pass Day 1. That's pretty, that's pretty insane. But yeah. Uh, Roro's next prediction was the new Switch would not be, or I'm sorry, he said that the new Switch would be announced before E3, which it did not get announced before E3. Um, so sorry, Roro, you did not get a point on that one. Uh, we're still waiting. Where? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, right here. It's your phone. There's yeah. dead spaces on it. Yeah. Oh God, no! Please, no. Uh, <laughs> Sean's last prediction, Christian. Do we think Sean got a point here? Let's see. Sony did. Sony was going to magically show up out of nowhere and announce Spider-Man Two and and have multiple playable characters. You could switch to Miles Morales, switch to Peter Parker across the map, just like GTA Five. Sean announced this. Did not happen. Zero points for Sean. He did not have a good prediction episode. The least believable, but at least yeah. it had heart. Yes, <laughs> it had heart. Uh, Christian, you had two more predictions here uh, that I put down here. You got a half a point for this one. Half okay. a point. I gave you half a point. We can discuss more if you want to. Dis- you want to, you know, champion for more here. Rainbow Six Extraction, which you you called uh, Parasite. Sure. You, you said it would be called Parasite, which, fair, f- to be fair, that was the rumor. Uh, that, but you said gameplay would be shown, which it was. Uh, and you said it would be coming in October, but it's coming in September. So I gave you half a point. Do you want to lobby for which, some more there? Again, I think it's very generous, okay. and I'll, I'll take the half. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I guess your last prediction was a new Yoshi Island would be coming, which didn't happen. Did not happen. Are you are you sad about that? No, but it's okay. Okay, yeah, <laughs> okay. it's fine. We got some other some pretty cool stuff from, from Nintendo's conference anyway. So yeah, I'm okay. Fair, fair. Uh, Roro's last predictions here. Uh, he thought we would get a new look at Division Heartland, which we didn't. Which that's kind of surprising. Surprising, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they they just announced it, too. That's kind of crazy um, that they didn't go in-depth on it. But, yeah. Uh, new Donkey Kong, he thought, would be announced as well. It did not get announced, uh, unfortunately. Big Donkey Kong fan. Uh, and he also said new Cuphead DLC would be shown off again. And we still we still have no idea when that's coming. No idea. We didn't see it. Unfortunately, so zero there. So we got to look at the TV show for Cuphead, though. Yes, but that's it, and that looks amazing. Oh my goodness, that freaking oh, that aesthetic is so good. So the totals of the points here, Christian takes the championship this year. Two points. I got one and a half. Roro got one and a half, and Sean got zero. Sean, get good. Sorry, Sean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had a pretty awful uh, prediction uh, episode in general because we only got four what four points, five points. We only got five points out of all of our predictions. Oh well. Listen, what's important is that I won. Yeah, and uh, I will retire. I will True. never make another prediction ever again. <laughs> yeah, the final appearance of Christian's uh, <laughs> predictions. Oh God! If there was yeah. so, if there was one thing that you wish we would have saw from E3 and that we didn't see, what 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 would you have liked to have seen? I would have liked to see more on on the Breath of the Wild sequel. If I'm being honest, I thought that yeah. trailer was for me not enough. It it was still a great trailer, but I wanted just a bit more. Yeah, 
I think in the same vein of that, I wish we got Starfield gameplay because mm -hmm. I want to see that game. And while I can envision like what that's going to be in my head just from playing Elder Scrolls and Fallout, I just want to see it, you know. Uh, and obviously it's still early because it's not coming till next fall, but I just want to see it. I love Bethesda Game Studios and I love their games. So, yeah, that was a little bit sad, but yeah. I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like I left for that conference. Yeah. And I I should have been talking about Starfield, but like no one was. Like it was like it just kind of came and went. Yeah. Uh but maybe that's a good thing. Like maybe like you know, if they would show something that wouldn't come to fruition when the game actually came out, I think people would be kind of upset. So, just keep working on it, show it when it's ready and I'm sure it'll be fine. For sure. Yeah. Maybe next year will be the uh big show for Starfield, hopefully. So, that'd be awesome. Um, anything else uh, you want to cover before we close out the show, Christian? Let's see here. Oh, yeah, well, I had one thing to say. All right. If you would have told me, yes. what do you think is more likely at the Ubisoft conference? A look at the Division Heartland yeah. or Mario uh, Kingdom right. Rabbids, the second one, yeah. whatever, a sequel to that? Yeah. I would have chosen Division all the way. Yeah. I mean, yep. That, but no. That is crazy. Like... How did we not get something? They just announced that like in May and like nothing. We got nothing from it. That's weird for sure. But, but oh well. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you again to everyone joining us both live on YouTube and on Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thank you, Christian. I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love and keep on gaming. Drink water. <laughs> <laughs>